With so much information out there about business, starting a business, how to optimize your business, just a lot of business advice, it can sometimes be hard to decipher what will work for you and what won't work for you or what's good advice and what's bad advice. So today I'm going to be sharing the worst advice that I've ever received, implemented and absolutely regretted. So this is going to be a fun one. Let's get started. Hey, you're listening to the Busy Biz Podcast, and I'm your host, Alexis C. Richardson. I built my five-figure business right out of college, and all while working a nine-to-five job. And I'm still doing both, at least for now. It's time to build the business of your dreams, and we're going to do it together. If you're ready to build a business while balancing a nine-to-five, turn up the volume and let's do the work. This is the Busy Biz Podcast, episode 16, and I'm your host, Alexis C. Richardson. All right, so I had a personal podcast that I recently ended, and it was called The On The Go Podcast with Alexis. And the very first episode, um, which probably was like one of the most popular ones, was where I shared the worst relationship advice that I ever received. So I was like, you know what? Let me share with you the worst business advice I've ever received. Um, followed and, you know, regretted, especially since last week we talked about how to know when you should either take a course, do a best practice or, you know, just hire someone. And I really wanted to kind of share the other side of like, this is some of the worst business advice that I've received and, you know, implemented. Um, So now I do want to say that there is some advice that other people it may have worked for you know shoot it may have even worked for you but it didn't work for me and so I'm just sharing my perspective to shed light on the other side of some of the advice or common advice that's out there that I've received um, and I'm trying to decide whether or not I should go from like super trash to not as trash or build my way up to super trash I don't know I'm just gonna share so the first I guess, worst piece of business advice that I've ever received is build it and the people will come. Okay, so this is one of those things where it's just like, all right, that's a cute saying, but that is so not true. So I made the mistake or not even the really the mistake of um, I built my business, right? So I already had an existing business, but it was offline. So it wasn't online. I wasn't marketing it. I wasn't promoting it. It was just something that kind of came to be. And I talk about this in the first episode. Well, when I decided to take my business online and to start marketing myself, start scaling it, start growing it, I built a lot of the back end stuff, right? And I built a lot. Well, I, I got the piece of advice like you need to build it and then like get people to come or the people will come once you have it. And that is just not true because I built up all this stuff, had a bomb website, had, you know, a course, had all these things and online it was still cricket to mind you my offline business was still running. It was still flowing. But the thing that I was trying to build, the online portion of the business was still stagnant. The people didn't come just because I built it. I had to start talking about it and talking about it in a way where it's not like, 
buy this. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. And that was also another lesson that I had to learn. You have to serve the pants off of people online and really build your credibility and your authority in the online space because you can be popping offline. You can have a five, six, seven figure business offline and people online don't care because this is the first time that they're seeing you. This is the first time they're getting to know you. And so you can't just build the infrastructure, right? You can't just build the business. You also have to talk about yourself, build authority, talk about expertise, share testimonials, um, you know, shoot, like do partnerships and collaborations in ways that, you know, it works for your business. And so the advice that build it and the people will come just doesn't, it, it just don't work, y'all. It, it just don't work. Um, because unless you're Oprah, and you have a well-established audience or you're someone who has a huge name building it and the people will come just doesn't work when you're on the regular people level. Um, so the second piece of worst advice that um, I received is charging what you're worth. OK, so this is one of the things where context is key. It's a cute saying. It's a cute quote to say, charge what you're worth, girl, charge what you're worth. And I really have to catch myself when I say this, because I can sometimes tell people, you know, you have to charge what you're worth and stop undervaluing yourself. And that's true. You do it in some capacity have to um, make sure that you're charging a rate or um making sure that your products are priced in a way that um, doesn't undervalue you. But, you know, how do you measure your worth? Because what I'm worth, people can't pay for it, if you, we, we being honest. You know what I'm saying? Because there's years and there's experience that you might have put into building up the expertise and the skills that you have. But in however, you also have to it's a balance, right? Because you have to be aware of who your target audience is. You have to understand where they are in life. But at the same time, you don't want to put um, your money struggles or your issues with money onto them. So it's it's always a delicate balance. But then there's also a third piece. So you're not just juggling those two pieces, but you're also balancing the fact that if you are unknown online and someone doesn't already have an established relationship with you, if someone doesn't know you, if they don't have the testimonials and you're starting brand new, fresh online, they ain't going to be willing to spend most likely without a referral, without getting to know you. They might not be willing to spend five figures. You know what I'm saying? They might not be willing to spend that much on a service, not saying that that is not what you're worth, not saying that is not um, what you deserve, but you have to understand the position and the place and the season that you're in, especially when you're trying to expand in certain territories that you might not be known. So it's, I say that that was a worse piece of advice because you really have to give context to the whole charge what you're worth um, piece of advice. Um, so the third um, piece of advice that I would say is um, 
was one of the worst pieces of advice that I received, followed, and regretted. And I kind of have to preface this. So before I even say what it was. So maybe like at this point, maybe two years ago, I was really trying to build my business. I was looking for a mentor and because I was young, still am young, proudly, and didn't really know what a legitimate business looked like. My family, they aren't business owners. They're hard workers, blue collared corporate America. Like they do not, they aren't entrepreneurs. So I didn't have a full foundation or understanding what it meant to own, operate and have a sustainable business. So I'm researching and Googling, but the pieces just were not all connecting. Like, how do you do this? And so I was asking different people in other industries, but they weren't necessarily in my industry and they weren't doing maybe necessarily what I wanted to do. So I couldn't necessarily see them as a business mentor in um, a way. But I was like, hey, well, you know, how do you find a mentor? Or there's a couple of people that I love what they do and I look up to them in the business world. It's like, how do you get a mentor? How do you how do you get someone to trust you enough to say, I'm going to mentor you? And they were basically like, well, and this this is the worst piece of advice that I was that I received was if you see someone that you want to mentor with them, engage with them um, and then basically ask them, you know, like put the question out there. And the only reason why I say this is one of the worst pieces of advice I could have ever received is because a mentorship is something that is built off of a relationship, an existing one. And I, I didn't understand that when I first went into business because I, it didn't even click for me because personally, yeah, that makes sense. You have to have a personal connection for someone to be a mentor. But when I guess when it came to business, the connect wasn't there because it's business. You know, it's not personal. But in however, when you're asking someone to mentor you from a business perspective, it ain't nothing but personal because this person has spent years, decades. Shoot, they might have even spent money into learning a skill or whatever they um, have become successful at in their business. So that is very personal to them because they've put in the time. So for you to engage and ask them, basically, can I pick your brain and can you give me information, even though that might not be your intent, right? That's not your intent. But the way that it comes off, especially if you don't have an established relationship with them, it it can come off the wrong way. And so what I tell people kind of on the reverse is if you're looking for a business mentor and you know, you can't find one because honestly, it's a struggle, especially if you were like me and you didn't really know anyone who owned an online business or owned you know, a business and had the time or you had the relationship with them to kind of help guide you and mentor you along the way. I tell people first, you really have to just network, honestly. And it's something that I hate doing because it's like I have a five billion things to do. So going to an event and networking is not really something that I desire, especially when I'm peopled out. But you really have to put yourself out there and slowly build those relationships because 
getting and receiving a mentor and um, is not something that is going to come like at the click of a button or even after one ask, you know, and I always also tell people don't ask someone to be your mentor. You really want them to offer or put them themselves in the place of a mentor. Like I have a mentor in my, for my nine to five job, but I didn't ask them, right? They felt a connection to me. I felt a connection, but I didn't want to ask because I didn't want to come off because we hadn't built that relationship yet. I didn't want to come off like I'm trying to use you and I'm trying to pick your brain. Like, no. And again, context is key. This is not for everybody. It's a different for every situation. But generally, I have found that when you build a relationship with someone over time, you're having conversation, you're talking back and forth. And even if it's someone who is at a, an extremely high level and maybe, you know, um, you've taken a course or you've, you know, you've done a one on one with them. It really is all about that connection and them feeling that connection because someone's not going to pour all the knowledge that they've gained over the umpteenth years that they've acquired it lightly, right? Because they don't want you emulating and copying them. They don't want you taking their blueprint and trying to implement it on your business. Um, and that's another thing. You want to make sure that it's not just taking, taking, taking. You want to make sure that you're giving in some type of way. All right. So the last um, piece of advice that I would say is the worst piece of advice I received was basically, and I'm going to try to word this correctly, is to stay connected to a specific group, a business group, because they had connections, they were on the right up, or they, um, you know, were at a level that I wanted to be at. And just to give some background, I've been a part of different, you know, business masterminds, business groups, courses, trainings, um, Facebook groups, all these different things. And the aura of a group was starting to shift and it was shifting in a way that was no longer in line with my morals, my beliefs and my ethics. And so I asked a person, you know, their thoughts on the situation. And that was the advice that they decided to give me. And the reason why I list this as one of the worst pieces of advice that I've ever received is because you have to do what's right for you. And so it's not, yeah, girl, you need to stay connected to that group because X, Y, and Z is what do you feel in your gut? Do you feel that it is wrong in your gut? Do you feel that it is ethically not imbalanced in your gut? Okay, go with your gut. You know what I'm saying? Now, going with your gut is not necessarily always answer because sometimes we can get really emotional. That's why it's important to have a group of people around us that know us and are going to be fully and completely honest with us. But in however, sometimes your gut and sometimes oftentimes your gut is super on point. And so that and also it was just not in line for me to stay connected to something just because of the potential opportunities ahead, because those potential opportunities could be unethical and not in alignment with my beliefs or um, my morals. So it was just a hot mess express. So all of that to say, all of that bad business advice, and I put that in quotation, bad business advice is to say that everyone has their own opinions in 
and about business. Shoot, even me. And I think sometimes we forget that the people we look up to in life and in business aren't perfect. Like they're just like us. They're regular people. They have just had a certain amount or extreme success in their business and they're doing great things. But at the end of the day, when you boil it down, they are still a regular person. You know, they still have to eat. They still have to breathe. You know, they still have to sleep just like you and me. And I think that we really, when we look at the business advice and we look at all the information that is out there on the interwebs, we really have to boil it down and look at it and say, you know what? Does this apply to me? Is this in alignment with me? And you kind of have to, in some aspects, take some advice with a grain of salt because, yeah, it might have worked for Susie over there. It might have worked for Dan or, you know, it might have worked for all of these different people. But it may not work for you. And I think that that is one of the hardest lessons in business to learn that, yeah, it could have been replicated five times over there to your right, but it still might not um, work for you. And, you know, I want you to share some of the bad business advice that you've received because I've received a whole lot more, but I felt like those were ones that I, you know, I had to just point out, I had to point those out. So let me know by going to the busy biz dot com and you can comment on this week's episode at the busybiz.com slash episode 16, or you can hit us up on our Instagram at the busy biz underscore. If you enjoyed today's episode, head on over to iTunes and leave a review, rate and comment. It's time to build the business of your dreams. Let's get to work.